is, now is, today is, in this moment is, means that I don't have to wait to see him do it. It's already done. I've just got to see it for what it is, not what it will be, not what it was, but what it is right I'm hurting in this moment, but I'm not going to praise you for removing the hurt tomorrow. I'm going to praise you for being able to do it right now. I ain't quite figured out how I'm going to pay. It's the Tomorrow's the first of the month. Somebody might not know how the car payment will get paid, the rent or the mortgage or the insurance, but I can tell you right now, I ain't figured out how he's going to do it, but I know today he's able. He is. He is. He is. He is. He is. Now unto him that is. Is tells me, watch this. If I focus on the was, I don't see him as being alive. My grandfather was a great man. My grandfather is no longer in the natural alive. My son will be a greater man than I could ever imagine to be, but he's not yet a man. He's still a baby. He's still a boy. He's still a toddler. He'll be three in July. He thinks he's 30. Praise God. Wonder where he gets that from. His other side of the family. Hallelujah. Amen. But, 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 is means present. In order for you to be present, you have to be here. If you walk out behind this building, you'll find some people that were. They are no longer present. So when I look at Ephesians chapter, I, I see this and it reminds me that God is not dead. He's yet alive. And the evidence of his being alive is that now unto him that so is not only means here, is not only means present, but is means alive. It means alive. Alive. And so because he's alive, which means his spirit is alive, it reminds me that if his spirit is in me, then I too ought to be, watch me, ought to be, ought to be. It's not a default. But if I have him in me and I let him live in me and I let him move in me, watch this, and I let him operate in spite of me, because sometimes I'm the problem. Sometimes I'm in his way. Sometimes what he wants to do, he can't do because Lamar won't move his foolish, retarded, ignorant, crazy self out of the way. He says, I was able to do because you were. I'll be able to do because you will. But we are not in the past or the, or the future. We're in the present. So I can only do what you allow me to do right here. Now unto him who is. Is what? Possible. Capable. Able. Has the ability of or to do. The room is able to be lit because the lights have the potential energy to turn on and bring light to a dark place. But they are only able to do that in the present. The light bulb is able to give light, watch this, if if we move out of the way and let the electricity be turned on. Yes. 
I am able to be healed of my sickness and my disease and my infirmity. But healing doesn't come from the past or in the future. Healing only comes in the present. When I'm healed, it happens in that moment. So I can flip the ears and say am, and in the moment that I am healed, my what, what was a future expectation now becomes a present manifestation. God is able to heal me in the present tense. And in order for him to do that, he has to be alive. Now, unto him that is able now also present tense it tells me I don't have to wait for him to do it We used to sing a song that said, don't wait until the battle is over. The walls of Jericho were still standing when the people of God sounded the trumpet. Okay, 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 y'all missed it, y'all missed it. Let me, let me try it this way, let me try it this way, let me try it this way. The thing that God had for them still had an obstacle in front of it. They didn't wait until the walls fell to sound the trumpet. They didn't wait until they got into the city to sound the trumpet. They marched around the city and the commandment was on the last round, you shall lift up a sound of praise. In other words, these walls will only come down if you praise me, not for what you see, but for what you want to see me do. And our problem is we are too focused on the fact that the walls are still standing. I'm, I'm too focused on the fact that there's still an obstacle in front of me. I'm too focused on the fact that the bank won't give me the loan. I'm too focused on the fact that the doctor hasn't told me I'm healed. I'm too focused on the fact that the bank account just won't look right. I'm too focused on the fact that me and my best friend still haven't gotten back together. I'm too focused on the fact that I can't get nobody to go with me. But if I stop focusing on the mountain and place my face to the one who created the mountain, if I stop looking at the hill and lift up my eyes above the hill, I don't have to worry about what is happening for what I see with my natural eyes, but I can praise him right now for what he's going to do. Now unto him who is a bull. That's a faith step. That's a faith step. Anybody can praise him when the sun is shining, but what happens when the rain falls? Anybody can praise him when the bills are paid, but what happens when you get home and there's a foreclosure notice on the door? Anybody can praise him when you've made every payment on that car you ain't had no business buying in the first place, but what do you do when you come outside and the boot is on the wheel? Are we truly like David?
microphone that Jesus used to preach to the 5,000. Show it to me. And greater works shall ye do than these. Because I go back to my father. If he is able, then I am. If he is, then I am. If he is, then I am. To do. To do. He is able to do. He is able to do. I, I, I like that because it says nothing in particular. Because the question must be asked to do what? It's a great question. Thank you for asking. He's able to do whatever. He's able to do whatever. Which tells me whatever I need him to do, not only can he do it, but he can do it because he's able. Now, now if, if I'm a Christian, I use that word very, you know, if I'm a Christian, it means that I am Christ-like, which means I am like Christ. And if he is, because I'm, I'm Christ-like, I'm like him. I'm like him. Now, unto him that is able to do. Now, here's, here's what I like about Jesus. Jesus just doesn't do things just to be doing things. Jesus, Jesus the kind of guy, if he's going to do it, he's going to do it. He's going to do it well. What do you want from me? I want to be able to walk. Okay, get up, walk. But I have to have enough faith to put my feet on the ground. Come on, somebody. And stand up and take the steps. These signs shall follow them. Never forget it. Wheelchair service. It wasn't a wheelchair service, but it didn't serve a person in the wheelchair. That was their wish. They wanted to walk. I said, okay. Get up. You know I got that look some of y'all giving me right now. I said, you want to walk? Come on. Just give me a hand. Because you, you're asking God to do something. But do you believe he will give you the strength to do it? lame man at the gate such as I have I give to you in the name of Jesus get up person got up out their wheelchair walked all the way around the church the wheelchair was an obstacle to their faith The ability for Jesus to do it was always there. But that person had to say, I believe he's able. And because I am Christ-like, I can't be bound to this wheelchair. I'm going to get in trouble. <laughs> 
I already know. I already know. Because because a lot of people, a lot of Christians believe that that's God's will for people's life. Beloved, my prayer above all things is that you prosper and be in health. That's the book. I ain't make that up. You ain't got to take my word for it. If that's his will for our life, then why am I bound to the wheelchair? Why am I bound to the crutches? Watch this. Why am I bound to cancer? Come on. Why am I bound to high blood pressure and diabetes? They ain't found a cure for it yet. They ain't looking in the right place. Jehovah Rapha, the God who is able to heal, has the cure. I don't need you to understand how it happened. I just need you to run this test so you can see that my God is able. You've heard the testimony. I don't know what happened. We can't explain it. Don't worry. I got you. Sit down. Now it's, now it's my turn to teach you something, Doc. Able to do. To do what? When he does what he does, he does it in a manner that nobody can question who did it. You got a headache. You took some Advil. You believed that the Advil, watch this, you had faith in the medicine Made by a man. But you don't have enough faith to believe God can do it too. The same God that made the man that made the medicine. Whose sole intent is to get you hooked on the medicine and spend all your money anyway. Straight off the cuff today, y'all. I'm, I'm literally moving by the Spirit of God right now. Able to do. I, 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 lo I love the way the King James translation writes. Some people say exceedingly abundantly. The, the issue that I have with that is it changes the English tone to say two different things. To say that he's going to do exceedingly and abundantly. That's good. That's, that's, that's fine. But I like what King James says. King James says exceeding abundantly. Which means not only is he going to do abundance as we see it, but then he's going to go above and beyond and exceed what we view as abundant. In other words, that's his way of saying, you ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> you, th you thought that was good. Hold on. You thought I worked it out last time. Wait a minute. I haven't, I haven't even scratched the surface. Surprise check in the mail. Pocket change. Pocket change. I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to pay this $500 bill. Somebody sows $850 into my life. Well, guess what? That's $350 more than what you needed. But, but, hold on, hold on, hold on. He still hasn't exceeded. That's just the abundant leap part. That's just the abundant leap part. He says, I'm going to do exceeding the abundant. But you know what our problem is? We don't believe it. We like reading it. We like talking about it. Makes me, makes me feel good on warm and tingly in the moment. But, but when I confess this, I then find myself in a place where I've got to put that thing to work. Uh-oh. 
that's why, that's, that's why you got to be careful. Because you know me, I'll get you. I'll be like, lift your hands and repeat after me. Y'all just be repeating stuff. Wednesday comes and you in a storm. If I tell you on Sunday, lift your hands and say, God is the God of peace. You're going to say, God is the God of peace. Then the storm comes. Then the storm comes. Then the storm comes. See, watch this. Watch this. You only know him to be peace when there's a storm. You only know him to be a provider when you're lacking. You'll only really know him to be a healer when you've been sick. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. He's a friend that... How you know that? They ain't never been friendless. You'll know that after you found yourself alone. Can't find nobody. As the young people say, you've been left on red. They didn't open up the message, didn't respond, didn't say nothing. You called them twice. They let it ring the first time. You, they hit the ignore button the second time. So you know they saw the phone call. You don't even want nothing. You call him to check on him. Oh, you know what? I forgot all about Jesus. Let me go get with him. Then you find out he's a friend that sticks closer. But you've only known that after you have had some people leave you, forsake you, turn their back on you, stab you in the back, talk about you, mistreat you. Now unto him who's able to do exceeding abundantly. Watch this. He does this every day. Ask me how. Ask me how. Thank you. Ask me how. Say it with your chest. Ask me how. Okay. I just wanted to make sure y'all really wanted to know the answer. I wasn't trying to trick y'all that time. I know. I know that's why y'all hesitate. They're like, should I say this? Is he trying to get me again? He does the abundant thing by simply waking me up in the morning. Watch this. Hold on. How, how is that abundant? Because I didn't deserve it. The songwriter said he didn't have to let me live. Could have took me out of here in my sleep last night. So he does the abundant thing. Watch this. By looking, as the other psalmist said, beyond my faults, seeing my needs. Watch this. Casting my sin into the sea of forgetfulness. Because if he focuses on my sin, I ain't waking up. The wages of sin. Watch this. There's another is. <laughs> There's another is. The wages of sin is in this very moment. The wages of my sin in this moment, I shouldn't be. I should be dead. The wages of sin is. But, hope, oh, glory be, almost spun around. But the gift of God says no to the wages of sin. So when he wakes me up, that's the abundant thing that he does. Now, how does he exceed that? He not only wakes me up, but he lets me go eat what I want to eat. He lets me put on the clothes that I want to wear, the shoes that I feel like wearing that day. He lets me go sit down and watch my favorite TV show. 
He lets me walk over to the light switch and flip the lights on. He lets me go take a shower. I've got indoor plumbing. I've got cold water. I've got warm water. When it's too hot outside, I've got air conditioning. When it's too cold outside, I've got none of these things. That's how he exceeds abundance. But we don't see it that way because we have gotten used to going through the motions, not realizing that at any moment God can take all of that away from us. So we wake up in the morning with the expectation that I can put my feet on the ground and walk on my own two legs. We, we take for granted that I can lift up my hands in total adoration unto him. We take for granted that I'm so deep in my right mind that I know it wasn't the alarm clock that woke me this morning, but it was God tapping me on the shoulder and saying, I got one more day for you. Get up and live. We take these things for granted. That's why, that's why we can get up and go about our day and not utter a word of thanks to the Lord. Ask me how I know. I'm trying to get there. I'm trying to get there. I'm trying to get there. Most mornings, I'm able to do that, first thing. But there are days where I wake up and I've got so much on my mind that I forget to say, God, thank you for another day. Yet he still allows me to drive almost an hour from Deltaville to Newport News to a job I don't deserve, making money I don't deserve to make. Driving a car I don't deserve to drive. Wearing clothes I don't deserve to wear. To provide for myself, not just the necessities, but the extra wants and desires that I have. And I didn't even tell him, thank you. But that's where the Holy Spirit comes in. That's, what, that's, that's really why we need the Holy Spirit. I need the Holy Spirit because if I'm ever wrong and I don't have something tapping me on the shoulder to tell me I'm wrong, I'm, I'm, I'm lost. I'm in a whole lot of trouble. I'm in a whole lot of trouble. I'm in a whole lot of trouble. Because that's what the Holy Spirit will do. Excuse me, sir. Can we get a thank you? You were late this morning because there was an accident getting ready to happen that if I didn't keep you late five minutes, you would have been in. Oh, okay. Let me flip that around. I woke you up early because you can't get to work on time, so I'm trying to help you because, watch this, watch this, because what you didn't know was well, you were going to get written up today. went to get that business loan from the bank, but the bank told you no because you didn't ask for enough money. You asked for what you thought you could afford. I can give you that, but that's not going to be enough to supply what I have for you. So next time, watch this, walk by faith, go to the bank and ask them what I told you to ask for. And stop trying to figure out how you're going to do it. Because guess what? You ain't doing it. I am. Is he able? Does he own the cattle on a thousand hills? Is he able to supply all of my need according to not my riches, but his riches in glory by Christ Jesus? I have got to get to the place where these are not just cliches, but this is the way that I live by faith. God is able to do it. I don't know how. I don't know when. I don't even know why, but I know he's able and I trust him. I know I don't deserve it, but I also know what he promised me. 
I love the fact that I have Abraham's story to lean on. Because when I think, watch this, when I think I need to help him, I can look at Abraham's story and find that if I try to help him, I'm still going to find myself in some kind of trouble. Abraham, I told you that Sarah was going to bear the promise, not Hagar. Now, because I love you, I'm still going to bless Ishmael, but you're going to find yourself in some trouble. Because that's not the son of promise. I don't need your help. The audacity that we have to think we can help the God of creation. The one who gave me sight. The one who gave me hearing. The one who gave me the articulation of my life. The one who breathed his breath into me and caused me to become a living. The audacity that I think I can help him. Help him do what? Other than be in his way. Exceeding abundantly. So much so that it will go above. Big word, but only three letters. Above what? Above all. All what? All that I ask. Can you imagine asking God for something that you believe in your mind? You know it's crazy. You know if he does it, it's going to blow your natural mind. But you ask him because you know he's able to do it. Now, hold on. Here's the kicker. Here's the kicker. That which you thought was a big thing, he's still able to go above what you asked him for. Now, before I can ask him, I have to first think about it. I got to think about it. Huh. Can I really ask God for this? Not only can I ask him, but if I ask him, is, is he really, is he going to do it? Is he able to do it? So not only does he go above what I ask him, but he's able to go above what my little peanut-headed, insignificant, finite mind can even think. I always said I wanted at least six acres of land. So I was going to build me a house on it. I said I want at least five bathrooms. Excuse me, five bedrooms, four bathrooms. I want at least a three-car garage. I want two stories and a basement with an attic. What I need to do is stop watching AGTV. <laughs> But I need to stop doing praise God. Love it or list it be having me in trouble. Like that is not, that is not, Lord, do it for me. <laughs> yes. God, you did it for them. Do it for me too. Praise the Lord. That's what I think I want, right? It would be one thing for him to give it to me, but he's able to go above even what I'm thinking that I want. What you going to do with that big house? Because I've always said, I've always said, I've always said I wanted to adapt. I've always said, God, how can you use me? I got a thing for children. I don't know what it is. They get on all my nerves. I love them. I love them. Because I was a child once. And I remember what it was like to feel unloved. I remember what it was like to, to deal with hurt and pain and, and to feel as a young child that you literally had no... Watch this. While surrounded by people, 
family, friends, church, relatives, to be surrounded by people and still not feel the love as a child. So I always said, I don't ever, if I'm ever in a position where I can take that away from some child, I will. Which means I'm going to need room. I'm going to need at least one or two of them. Praise the Lord. So I can say, get out of my room. You're getting on my nerves. Go watch your TV. Go clean your bathroom. Praise the Lord. But I've got to, I've got to first start to think of these things. So that when I go to him, I'm not just expecting him to do that. But I can believe that if he desires to give me more, that I'm in a place where I can receive that from him. Now unto him who's able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask and above all that we think. Can I tell y'all what the best part is? God's going to do it. But he's going to do it through you. You don't believe me? It's right there. According to the power. We talked about the power in Sunday school this morning. Where does the power come from? The Holy Spirit. So we can, we can, we can rearrange that to say, according to the Holy Spirit, which is the power that worketh in Our problem sometimes is we think that God is just going to get up off his throne, walk down to the earth, and say, Abracadabra, Kalamazoo, and boom, it happens. He said, I have placed it on the inside of you, so I'm coming to you to remind you I'm going to do it, but I'm going to use you to do it. And who is you? Watch this. Watch this. Give me it to come back to you. Good measure. Press down. Shake it together. Running over. Shall men pour into your bosom? If I'm not careful, I think that it's going to be God who just hands it over to me. No, 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 no. He's sending people. He says, I'm going to touch brother so-and-so. I'm going to touch sister so-and-so. Y'all ain't talked in 30 years. But he got a blessing for you. Watch this. Watch this. You got some enemies that you keep asking me to remove from your life. I told you in the 23rd Psalm that I'm going to sit you at the table in the presence of your enemies. Don't pray them away. You don't think I can do it? I already told you. The wealth of the wicked. Uh-oh. That's what I'm giving to you. That's why I'm okay with Donald Trump having all that money. I'm going to get in trouble for that too, but it's all right. That's why I'm, I'm good with Bill Gates having all that money. They're going to get me now. He called them wicked. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. You did. I'm just naming rich people. Got to come from somewhere. I'm okay with the executives at BP and Exxon and Shell stealing all this money from us. Gas, gas is not as expensive as the sign at the, at the, at the gas station says it is. They're just greedy and honorary. That's why, that's, why, that's, why, that's why the scripture says harder for a rich man enter into the kingdom than for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle. God blessing us with riches and wealth is not about us. It's about how I can be a blessing to somebody else. I'm going to say this. I don't play the lottery because my money is valuable to me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But I always say, if I ever played the lottery, Hallelujah. 
and I won. I always had a plan of who I was going to bless. I know y'all don't think about playing the lottery. I do. I do. Be coming down 64 and see that Powerball sign up there say 106 million. I'd be like, you know, this is a good time. I'm just going to wait for it to go a little high. Yeah, thank you. In Jesus' name. This ain't for the holy folks. This 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 for us folks that 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 our mind wanders sometimes. I'm like, man, I can pay off dad's house, I can buy mama new house. Watch this, watch this. I can uh I can put this much money away for my son. I can uh watch this, watch this. I can give this much to the church. Come on, somebody. Hold on, hold on, hold on. And and we can go buy this piece of property, watch this, and then we can buy these buildings over here. We can uh, we can turn that into affordable living. Come on, somebody. See, these are the things I think about. These are the things I think about. Because it's always about what I can do for you and how I can bless you. Because if I bless you from a godly place, the intent is that you know that God was thinking about you so that you can run and tell somebody else, watch this, not what I did for you, not what the church did for you, not what they did for you, but what God used them to do. Because I don't need you coming to me. Number one, I'm not always available. Leave me alone. I want to be left alone sometimes. After you ain't supposed to say that, but I am. I won't be left alone sometimes. I don't want to be bothered by you and your problems. Because I got my own problems. Sometimes that's where I am. You don't believe it? Why why y'all think Jesus kept leaving the disciples to go pray? Because he didn't want to be bothered. Jesus had his own issues. Because his entire life was on its way to death. And he knew that. So there were times that he didn't want to deal with knuckleheads like Peter. And Thomas, who don't never believe nothing. And Judas, who he knew was going to betray him. And John, who always want to be up on him. He couldn't go nowhere without John. Where you going, Jesus? Can I come? John, go home. Go write a song. But he's able. According, according to the power that's at work within me. What power? The Holy Spirit. So not only can I do things, but watch this. I've got to be mindful. We talked about this in Sunday school. That's a plug, y'all. That's a, that's a plug. We talked about that in Sunday school. I've got to know what my assignment is. Holy Spirit can allow me to do a whole lot of things, but if I'm not careful, my flesh will cause me to burn out. There are a lot of things I want to do, but I can't do. Number one, because it's not time. Number two, because it's not my assignment. Number three, because I already got enough stuff on my plate as it is. I said, yeah, let me go ahead and run for the school board seat. They wouldn't know what to do to have two black people on their school board. They probably call for a recall down in Middlesex to make sure the votes are right. I hope they can hear me too. Praise the Lord. Y'all make sure y'all watch this back. Middlesex County Public School System. Praise the Lord. I said, no, nah, let me, I said, no, nah, let me, let me run for the supervisor seat. Let me run for the supervisor seat. If I run for the supervisor seat, yeah, then I have a little bit more, a little bit more pull, a little bit more pull. They really wouldn't know what to do here. Because there's already two of us on there. If they get three of us, they shut the whole board down. I said, well, no. I said, uh, you know, our congressional seat is up this year, too. I said, let me run for that. Because Rob Whitman, and, Rob 
equipment ain't done nothing since he's been in office, but said no to everything he needs to say yes to, and say yes to everything he needs to say no to. It's a whole other conversation. I said, let me let me run for that seat. Let me go spend some time in D.C. Then I was like, ah, I don't know if I want to do that either, because I'll be in there doing more praying than anything, which could be the assignment. So I had to say, Lord, you have all of these thoughts and ideas, and I got all these plans in my head, but what is it that you want me to do now? Now unto him who is present. And it'll only be good and effective if I operate in my now. Lord, what do you want me to do now? What, what am I doing in this season? For a season, I was over here. Wanted to stay there, too. I did everything I could to stay over there. But y'all kept pulling on me, so here I am. Over here. I'm going to blame y'all. This is y'all's fault y'all fault. Y'all, y'all didn't know what y'all was praying for, and I, and I didn't know uh, uh, what, what I was being pulled into, but from the beginning of time, this was the assignment. I wanted to stay over there, because I was more out there. I could hide over there. Y'all won't say nothing. I could hide over there, put the choir up. I could hide over there real good, make some noise. I could hide over there real good. I never wanted to come here. Preach? For what? I was like Jonah for a long time. I ain't telling them nothing. They get what they deserve. In Jesus' name. Not realizing the same could be said about me. Aren't you glad you didn't get what you deserve? I got what I deserve. Help me today. You talk about a messed up somebody. Y'all wouldn't let me drive by the church. Let alone come in here and preach. But he said, I'm going to put something in you. And it's going to be powerful. This power is going to keep you when you're tired want to give up when you want to throw in the towel. This power is going to keep you when you don't want to go on no more. There were days I wanted to throw my drumsticks clear across the church. Flip the piano over. All of that. I put the bass down. So I ain't playing that no more either. Stop singing. Got off the door. Didn't want to greet nobody. been trying to quit preaching but y'all keep begging me to come back uh, y'all alright with me first hand y'all y'all alright with me I stay here till y'all get tired of me according to the power that worketh in us unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus. He put a time period on it. You want to know what the time period was? Throughout all ages, world without end. He's able, but the power is at work in you. Come on, look at somebody and say, it's already in you. It's already in you. It's already in you. It's already in you. God is able to do, but he's going to use you to do it. So your confession to be, God is able, and I am able. And I am able because God is able. Let that be your confession. I am able.
because God is able. I am because he is. I am because he is. I can shorten it again. I because he. I because he. I live because he lives. I exist because he exists. I'm good because he's good. I have because he has. I can go because he's already gone before me. I can do because he's already done. Jesus said, I only do what I've seen my father do and say what I've heard my father say. I have an example to follow. I am. is lost we remember to build our hopes on things eternal when it seems like hope is lost Lord we can lean on the old hymn that says my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus blood and his righteousness I could, but I dare not trust the sweetest frame. I'm, 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 I'm looking back over my life, and I'm remembering how you were there for me so I can wholly lean, completely lean, eternally lean on Jesus' name. It is on this, the rock, solid, firm foundation, this rock that I can stand. And I'll stay there because I know without a shadow of doubt because I've tried it that all other ground is sinking sand. Sand that'll pull me in. Sand that I can't get out of, that I can't get away from. Thank you, Lord, for reminding us not that you were, not that you will be, but that in the present you are able. Thank you for not only having the ability to exceed abundance, but that you have day after day showed us how you're able to do it. Do it above all we ask. You do it above all that we think because the reality is we can only see a tiny piece of the big picture that you have in store for us. And we thank you for that. Above all that we ask or think according to the power that is at work in us. It's already at work in us. Release it to flow in us, through us, around us, and in spite of us, your Holy Spirit, steady at work with a will to do what it wants to do. Help us to get out of the way and be stepping stones, not stumbling blocks to your will. We say yes, Lord, yes, to your will and to your way. We will trust you and obey. When your spirit speaks to us with our whole heart, we will agree. No matter what it is that you ask of us, we decree on this morning that our answer will be yes. Lord, yes. Stand with me, stand with me. If you haven't given your life to this, this Jesus who lived some 33 years, born of a virgin named Mary, whipped into unrecognition, died a Roman crucifixion, rested for three days and nights in a borrowed tomb, 
this Jesus that rose with all power in his hand and is sitting even now at the right hand of our Father in heaven, interceding for us, remembering us. If you haven't given your life to him, will you make that decision today? Just lift your hands if you're in the room. If you're online watching, will you just say, it's me, it's me. Such a wonderful decision. body of believers. Paul reminds us in Romans 10, 9, if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in our hearts that God raised him from the dead, we shall be saved. That's his promise to us. If you are in a backslidden state, saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost filled, fire baptized, but life happened to you straight away. Luke 15 reminds us that all you got to do is come back to yourself and remember that you can always go home to your father. Just as the prodigal son did. If that's you, you want to pray with you today as well. Hallelujah. For those of you who have any specific need, that you want us to pray with you about. You just lift your hands where you are. Lord, you see the hands that are lifted. These are your children. They didn't just lift their hands because they have a need. They lifted their hands because you're able to meet that need. They may not know the when, the where, the how, but they know you're able. And they know you're going to do it. God, we ask that you move expeditiously on behalf of your sons and your daughters. Stretch forth your hand of mercy towards them. Some have needs that they have brought to you before. Do it for them as only you can. Some of them, God, have needs that they haven't uttered to a soul, not even to you. But you know their hearts. You know their desires. I pray that they get the unction to lift up their voice and cry out unto you for what they need of you. In a manner of faith that says, God, you haven't done it, but I know that you will. And for some, in a manner that says, God, I haven't seen it, but I know it's already done. Lord, thank you. I thank you, oh God, for everyone under the sound of my voice who needs you to comfort them. Some of us have lost family and loved ones over the last couple of weeks, one after the other. Extend your comfort. In the mighty name of Jesus. Some of us have uh, places to go and things to do, but we are confused about which direction to date. God, order our steps. Help us to walk this road to glory in a, in a way that we don't get lost or off track or sidetracked. But help us to follow your directions and your plan. Be our GPS system. Be the system that navigates us from A to B and then from B to C all the way to the end, oh God. I pray now, oh God, that you strengthen the discourage. God, they're just trying to find strength in you. They've got so many questions and not enough answers. But we know that you're able to not just answer questions but to meet needs. Do it, Lord, as only you can, as only you can, as only you can. And watch this, God, if it's us, if it's me, if it's her, if it's him, that you would send to one of your children to lift them up, to encourage them, to strengthen them in their time of weakness. Send us. Send us with that assignment, oh God. So that we can help our brother who's down, so we can help our sister who might be lost. 
for such were some of us that needed somebody uh, to help guide us. Every once in a while, it's me, O oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. But when my prayers have been answered and you can use me to be somebody else's answer, God, use me. Use me. Use me. Take my hands, Lord, and my feet. Touch my heart, Lord. Speak to me. If you can use anything, Lord, I commit again to make myself available for you to use me. Hearts are broken. Burdens are heavy. Spirits are light. Spirits are heavy. Excuse me. Spirits are heavy. Oh, but God, you're a God of peace. You're a God of comfort and assurance. You're a God of encouragement and love and kindness. Show that to us on today as only you can. I pray even now, oh God, for this First Antioch Baptist Church. Continue to keep your hand upon us. Guide our footsteps. Help us to keep the doors open to receive all that you will have for us to receive in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord God, thank you for preparing us for those that are on the way. Lord God, thank you for the gifts that you have given us. Help us to walk out those gifts, oh God, the anointing that you have assigned to us individually, oh God. Help us to walk out our purpose so that we can collectively do what you have called us to do. Not just within these four walls, oh God, but even in this Powhatan community, even in this uh, Tri-County area, oh God, even in this Metro Richmond area, oh God. Help us to be a beacon of light in this dying and dark world. Lord God, I thank you for these gifts that you have allowed us to receive on this morning. I thank you for every giver. Thank you for the seed. Thank you for the sower. I thank you, oh God, that you have allowed us to have enough sense to know that we could never beat you giving, no matter how hard we try. And it is my prayer, oh God, that you would take these seeds, oh God, allow us to plant them into good ground. That in harvest season, we are able to reap a harvest. I thank you for debts being demolished and canceled in the name of Jesus. I thank you that tuitions are being paid in the mighty name of Jesus. I thank you uh, that foreclosures and repossessions are being reversed in the name of Jesus. I thank you that tumors are now benign in the name of Jesus. I thank you that cancer is in remediation in the name of Jesus. I thank you for increase, oh God. For you told us in your word, if we bring the tithe into the storehouse, there would be meat in the house and we could prove you and see if you wouldn't open up the windows of heaven and pour us out a blessing that we would not even have room enough to receive. You are promise-keeping, God, and so we thank you for what you are going to do. Recognizing what you have already done and even what you are doing in this moment. Lord, use us that when men see our good works, they glorify the Father, which is in heaven. And God, as we prepare to leave this place, thank you for the ministry of music that came forth on this morning, for the men that sang and that played Continue to use them and their gifts in a mighty special way. Let the anointing continue to be upon them, their voices and their fingers and their hands and feet, O oh God, in, a, in the name of Jesus. We thank you for those who stood and greeted us at the door on this morning. Continue to keep smiles upon their face and warmth in their heart, O oh God, as they continue to welcome your children into the house. We thank you for our audio and visual ministry, O oh God that helps us to spread this good news all over the land. We thank you for everyone under the sound of my voice that thought it not robbery to swing by 3920 on this morning. They could have been so many other places. They could have heard so many other sermons. They could have had so heard so many other songs. They could have been uh, uh, doing so many other things with so many, many other people. But we thank you that you thought enough of us that you would bless us with their presence on today. 
we pray that they have indeed been blessed and that they know that they have been in the presence of our almighty God. We thank you for every leader of this house. Continue to bind us together with cords that cannot be broken. We thank you for every visitor in this place. That if they choose to visit only, they will do that. But if they choose to partner with us, that they will do that as well. Continue to use First Antioch, O oh God, in a mighty, special way. That we might be witnesses for you. And that we might help advance your kingdom. Now unto him who's able. Able to keep us from falling able to present us faultless before the throne of grace with exceeding joy to who the only wise God our Savior to what glory majesty dominion and power for how long now and forever come on hug somebody and tell them you love them